Oh, you know, you grab a shoe and you want either your wife or your one of y'all to be like, hey, them solid. You want them to have the same feel. You gotta pop the shoe. So I wanted E to say the same thing. So E looked at him. He was like, hmm, I see you going for the comfort feel. Right? <laughs> you going for the comfort. Yeah, boy, you going for comfort. <laughs> oh, yeah, on fire. Them boys are so light. <laughs> I can tell I felt it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Got to, man. All that walking, man. Black footed, no art. <laughs> gotta go for the comfort. <laughs> guys we're gonna talk about the power of real friendship man and you guys know with us rocking for the last 30 plus years we got a lot to say on how we even made it this long as friends as well as just in terms of just sticking through the growing pains of friendship the ups and downs why we've never fell out how did we manage to maintain consistently all these years we got a few different things we want to talk about as we take you guys on this journey about the power of real friendship and what the essence of it is. And you got to ask yourself, these days, how many people have real friends? And it's important that you go through your circle and figure out who's part of your circle. Are they helping you grow? Are they helping you on your journey to level up and get to where you're trying to get to in life? So all these things that we want to talk about today we're going to unpack it as a family. Without further ado, we're going to take it to my man E. He's going to kick us off. Yeah, I want to uh, kick it with y'all. Like, So what do y'all think some good qualities of a friend would be? I would say my first one would be loyalty. Like we talked about this on one of the last episodes. Like, You definitely need a loyal person or loyal people in your corner. So I just want to kick it off. I agree. I agree. Loyalty probably is probably one, if not two, on my list personally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one reason. I never had to question you guys as loyalty. And that is, like I say, probably the core of why we were able to last this long. I know if I was ever in a bind, I know who I can call. I know if I ever need to talk about something, I know who I can call. And so, again, in terms of friendship, that goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that too. I like loyalty. That's huge for me. Um, But uh, I'm going to talk about trust. I I think that's, that's... Trust and loyalty is very similar. Yeah, you know, the loyalty piece is the support. Yeah. I think support when I think loyalty, mm-hmm. trust is trust is everything. Um, if if it's simple, if I can't trust you, mm-hmm. I don't even want to be around you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No rap, you know. know? Um, so so that's huge in itself. Uh, Got to build a trust, and we definitely had that mm-hmm. within each other. That I trust agree. Is there. I agree. Trust has always been. It's been at the core. It's been at the fabric of our relationship. I don't even think... I think it comes so natural. It ain't nothing that we even had mm-hmm. to... Right. Man, will CB betray me? Will Can I, can I trust E? I don't even think exactly. we even right. had to come right. to those type of thoughts. And that lets you know when you're really rocking with somebody and the friendship is really solid across the board. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that totally. But I also think one of our strengths is how we communicate with each other. Yes. You know what I mean? Like... For sure, for sure, you got to be able to communicate. You got to be able to laugh when it's appropriate. You know what I mean. Exactly. Sometimes you got to be able to lighten the mood. You know what I mean. Just take, <laughs> take the edge off. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying. For sure. Like, 
So how you talk to people and being able to get your message across, especially to the people that's close to you, mm-hmm. right. is most important. Right. I think motivation, again, I, what they say, iron sharpens iron. For the sure, Bible right. talks about that. I think we stand on that. And motivation, just being excited for each other's success. You guys know, and you can test to this because we was along for the ride. When CB made it to the league, mm-hmm. Cats thought we made it to we the made league. It to you the know league. what I'm saying? Totally. So you got to have that motivation. You got to be not only a cheerleader for your friends, you got to be their biggest supporters. And I think that motivation was reciprocal across the board. When E first had his kid, when E got the braid, like we was, we was, we was live for all of that. Always Mm -hmm. constantly in our own little unique ways, motivating each other. Yeah, before you go, like you said, when you made it to the league, bro, we was out there training. Like we uh, had, like we was about to report. <laughs> we was running, running hills, timing, all type of stuff, running routes. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to time up out routes for hey, you, all bro, type of crazy remember stuff. Remember when uh, we was training at the O? So <laughs> the day before we was at Music, we was running hills. I had Chris running that hills. That boy was <laughs> tired <laughs> was on the hills. Then we go to the Y. I had him doing a, uh, an interval. Treadmill. <laughs> we go to Ottawa. Cause I remember Chris was talking about his Achilles, and yeah. Achilles took Chris took off, blew his Achilles. Remember yeah. that? Talk about look back. <laughs> he who kicked me, bro? That's all you, bro. <laughs> man, CB put me on the path to tear my Achilles, man. Every workout he did was a setup <laughs> to blow your Achilles. <laughs> man, I, I'll never forget that, man. Yeah, that I remember. Uh, Killed the whole workout. I now thought I somebody, I thought somebody tripped me. Yeah. Right. I for real thought somebody tripped me, man, mm-hmm. and then y'all look to pick me up to, to, <laughs> to the ER. <laughs> to the ER. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. man, that day was funny. That whole time was funny, man. Them heels, mm-hmm. them heels blew my hamstrings out and my Achilles. Listen, guys, make sure you stress that Achilles out <laughs> for sure. <laughs> when you train with your homeboy, that's yeah. in the league, man. Make sure you stretch, man, because <laughs> you ain't reporting nowhere. Hammies, <laughs> quads. <laughs> Growings, calves, all that. Everything, man. But yeah. I think accountability and accountability partners. I think we best friends, but we also are accountability partners. And again, that is so huge because it's like you can't even lack. You can't lack in any area because not only will we call it out, and that's what y'all need to know watching this, man. It's three alpha males sitting up yes, here. Yeah. Yes, so it ain't like one somebody love the little dog and somebody it's three alpha males that just got mutual respect for one another so when we whether we think we too solid whether it's no matter what it is there's accountability across the board mm-hmm. and i think you got to find somebody that you can find that with because some people won't submit some people want to be the big dog some people don't play their role don't mm-hmm. stand their lane and that's the ingredients that we were trying to share with you guys of how we made it 30 years. Mm-hmm. I want to touch on accountability. I think, um, so I want to touch on, I, I think holding guys accountable, I think is a fear for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You got to have guts. Say, yeah. hey, I disagree with you because of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I appreciate us because we on that island on ourselves. So we going to let each other know, hey, Chris, you was wrong for this. CB, mm-hmm. you was wrong for this. And that's some of the things that, you know, I try to get my players to do. Mm-hmm. Hold each other accountable, bro. Because mm-hmm. if you don't hold them now, mm-hmm. all season, during the season, you're going to try. It's too late. Mm-hmm. Speak up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So 
So that's huge, bro. I remember this e. This this funny. Now this ain't as deep, but this is a great argument me and CB had. His guy was Wallace. Oh, my Wallace. Guy Wallace was Antonio Brown. Yes. And we argued for years. every week for years <laughs> About over this. this who was the best, yeah. who deserved a contract yes. between Mike Wallace and A B. Yes. But like I say, it was a funny, heated <laughs> funny. Funny. argument that went on for years and yes, years and is. years. And again, we don't want to act like that's the, the, the totality of the accountability, but I'm telling you, we was going down through there, <laughs> going right. back and forth about that. As soon that. as Mike Wallace started flopping, bro, or you couldn't find him yeah. in the league no more, Chris was firing them text messages. Where's Mike Wallace at, bro? Where your man's at? Where your man's at? But check out what AB did. Turn on ESPN. Right, yeah, he was killing, bro. He was, because I was mad, because... Mike Wallace, you know, AB was young. He got that long contract. Mm -hmm. You know, Mike Wallace was a deep threat guy. Mm -hmm. So he put in his his work. He did well, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was too early for AB to get that contract. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, that was, that was definitely yeah, I a good argument. Yeah. What I love about us, too, like, with it being three of us, man, it's always a tiebreaker. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So CB was hot at me because I was on AB side. <laughs> exactly. Then he became our boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we see Star Flopping. Y'all boy, <laughs> y'all boy, flopping. Get y'all boy. <laughs> what is y'all boy doing? <laughs> yeah, man. But that's that's crazy. That's funny. And I just remember we've had many yeah, countless arguments yeah. or conversations that went there. But what I love is it never spilled over to nothing vitriol. It never spilled over to nothing personalized. You know what I'm saying? We always kept everything the main thing. And and that's healthy debate. That's good for the soul. And then as alpha males, you get to get off some you got to get off some steam. And so I think we can all attest to that. Uh, also on the accountability side, like with you being a finance guy, faith and finances, we hold mm -hmm. each other accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like Again, with us taking that step forward in our spiritual life, you know what I mean? Like, that prayer was important. That, mm -hmm. Adding that to us. Like, hey, man, what you struggling with? What can I do for you? How can I pray for you? How can Absolutely. I, you know what I mean, absorb some of your blow? So, not what, only in sports, but... What he referring to, guys, is every Wednesday morning mm -hmm. at 6 or 7, we we when we're on point, we get together and pray. And we talk about our flesh. We talk about temptation. We talk about the stresses of the world, and we get that out. You know what I'm saying? And we we go down through there, and then we end it with a prayer. But getting it all out in the open so that we can address it, so that we can be aware of each other's demons, of each other's baggage, as well as each other's burdens. And so, again, accountability is so huge, and it's one of the cores of a great friendship. That's real, bro. And that is huge, man. And I think about all the times that we did, you know what I mean? And um, the trust, that's trust too, to be able to trust each other. Like, hey man, I'm struggling this, man. Let's let's pray on this. Hey, well, I'm struggling on this. Let's pray on that. So that's huge. I want to go back to communication. I think for me, um, and it's weird, like I'm not a great communicator. So I can sing you guys something and I don't even have to give you the complete story, but you're going to understand and you're going to get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and... You know, I could say something to my wife, and she don't huh? like she's not going to get it because of that thirty plus years. Mm -hmm. Like, like, like y'all know me, and most of the times the communication piece when I shorten things up is it's just a humor piece. It's a it's a joke. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that too, and that's that's huge with with 
with that friendship piece as well. Mm-hmm. I want to say, CB, uh, you're right, bro. As much as it is what you say, it's a lot of stuff that you don't say. Mm-hmm. I want to touch on our unspoken bond. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we can just be around. I can just be around you, bro, and know what you're thinking and know what tip you want. Yeah. Like, you texted us the other day, bro. I knew. <laughs> hey, guess what, y'all? I said, I looked at my phone. I was like, I know, I know CBF tip. <laughs> we knew he was on one. This dude was talking about, guess what? <laughs> exactly. So, without bringing that all into it, let's just, just know, like, you got to know your people. <laughs> yeah, man. And when I was thinking about it, dog, I was cracking up laughing, yeah. bro. So it already played in my mind too. Like I was just laughing. My wife was like, "Man, what you laughing at?" I'm like, "Man, you ain't gonna really get it." <laughs> so I, I was like, "Let me send this, and then I'm gonna explain it to yeah, you." Yeah. So the whole time I'm texting you, dog, I'm dying laughing, man. I'm cracking up. I knew laughing, you was on bull too because you waited for both of us to respond. Yeah. That's how I was like, oh, yeah. he waited. He got the audience. I've been saying what? I've been saying what? Yeah, he can't be responding. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> I already got Chris on the bait. He, got, he was on the early. What? Yeah, I know he. But that's another thing, man. Loving to laugh. I told these guys, man, the other day. A cat told me I look like Nick Van Axel. Man, when I tell you, we was dying. Because if y'all know how many times man, we called him Nick Van Axel. That, only, only these two know about the Nick Van Axel thing. But one time a cat called me Clem Porters. <laughs> I never heard Clem Porters. I, I heard Omar Epps. Yeah. I heard Chris Tucker. Charles, man, I heard Charles Rogers. That was yeah, my guy. Man. But man, a cat called me Make Man next. So then another man, one called man. me Clint Portis. Everybody got to look like man. man. <laughs> but yeah, man, laughing and laughter in general is a part of what we do. It's oh, part man. of it's the stable of our friendship, man. In terms man. of just always with the jokes, mm-hmm. always never taking ourselves too serious, man. And that's what it's really all about that's for us, man. Up, man. You know that's what I'm saying? It. And so I think they can attest, like. Nobody is above being joked on. Exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, yeah. We don't exactly. care what you got on. Exactly. We don't care where we at. Actually, the better you look, the better. Like, oh, okay, you just wore that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got your little hair. All right. <laughs> uh, so get this out. We was in Chicago. Um, so I don't know where you was at, bro. So we was by the shoe spot. Like, or we was at Nordstrom, right? So I'm over there. I'm looking for some shoes or whatever. So, you know, all my shoes always look similar, you know what I mean? And I'm going for a good price. So I, I was like, you know how, you know, you grab a shoe and you want either your wife or your one y'all to be like, hey, I'm solid. You want them to have the same feel. You got to buy the shoe. So I wanted E to say the same thing. So E looked at him. He was like, mm, I see you going for the comfort feel. Right? <laughs> you going for the comfort. That boy yes. going for comfort. Money is on fire. This boy is so light. I can tell folks. I'm like, oh, yeah. Got to, man. See all that walking, man. Flat footed, no art. <laughs> gotta go for the comfort. Man, but that's what it is, man. Constant, constant mm-hmm. laughter, constant joking. Mm-hmm. And man, that's the that's the hallmark of a good friendship, man. And like I say, nothing is personalized. Meaning mm-hmm. we're not saying it in a way that's trying to bring you down, but mm-hmm. we're not receiving it in a way that we're personalizing it either. And mm-hmm. so again, man, we're just giving you tips for healthy relationships among friends, okay? Mm-hmm. Because the power of friendship is real. And again, you can ask the question, how many people really have 
real friends these days, man. Very few can say that, you know what I'm saying? And very few can say it with confidence and really know that what they standing on is 100% real. Listen, guys, what you guys think about in terms of just as we talk about this friendship, is there anything I'm that... I want to talk about motivation, though. Perfect, yeah. So, so when I think about motivation, um, I think about what's when I look at you guys, like we're all competitors, but it's a it's a natural competitive field. So if I have to, when I look at E, some things that I'm motivated by, not motivated by, ambitious, driven. You know what I mean? Those are better mm-hmm. terms because motivation that that burns out. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I look at E, I look at E his well-roundedness of fatherhood, mm-hmm. and like he said a few weeks ago, he's like the glue guy. It's like. Whatever you need me at, I can make it work. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to be unique and dynamic to be able to play those roles. Facts. So when I think of E, I think about his fatherhood piece to be able to have patience. You know, some of the things I struggle, you know what I mean, with some of the things, you know, some of those examples, I reach out to E, man. What you think about this? Mm-hmm. He went through that process. Oh, bro, try this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, I ain't never thought about that. You know what I mean? Try it and it works. Yeah. So those are the things, you know what I mean? Um... When we was at the Chicago trip, some of the different things of being around spouses, some of the things I need to tighten up on my patience. Mm-hmm. I don't have great patience. You guys got great patience with your spouse. And I told my wife, man, I gotta I gotta definitely improve in this area. This is something that I struggle with all my life. Like mm-hmm. patience is 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 I'm not good with that. So mm-hmm. definitely admire you guys with that. You know what I mean? Then in the career of entrepreneurship yeah. um, for you. Like you said, you well-rounded in so many different entities. And when we were just talking about, talk about you, open up another, you know what I mean, <laughs> surface to, to, to bring in more uh, uh, financial pieces for you and your family. Mm-hmm. So I think about those things. So I was like, okay, I get a little bit of E, let me get a little bit of Chris. Mm-hmm. So I pray about those things daily because personality-wise, we're different. We're mm-hmm. all different. So I have to pray about these things daily. But these are driven, motivating, mm-hmm. ambitious things, and we all three different. Mm-hmm. So I pick up on those things. Sometimes people they envy that, right? Instead right. of like, man, what he got going? I love what he doing. Great father, great job. He doing this. Got wife. He taking care. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, man, dang, he solid, man. I, I I need to pick. I need to get a little bit of that. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I need to get a little bit of what Chris got. I need to do that. But instead, people envy that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I say our, our stuff is, is special because it's 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. Ain't too many people in the year in, in the world that has what we have. That's true. I, I want to touch on that. I think we've been molded with an athletic background, bro. So usually when you're playing sports, your coaches or somebody's telling you that that wasn't good enough, that rep wasn't good enough, yeah. that play, whatever, forget about that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's always a looking forward. You know what I mean? And you always trying to like, okay, what can I do better than – Mm-hmm. For the next play, you know, what I mean, that's you pulling qualities. That's you looking at her. You know what? I need to add a little bit of entrepreneurship to my game. I need to add a little bit of mm-hmm. patience. You know what I'm saying? So that's all that is, bro. Us using that athletic background again. What I love about that, you, bro. E, bro, you are well-rounded. You have a very, very high IQ. Yes, you do. And I mean, well-versed in everything. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, we we have a saying that. Um, we ain't better than nobody, but we more consistent than everybody. And I think that that exudes and exemplifies E, if you guys knew him, okay? And for those that's watching to know him, you know everything I'm saying is 100. The thing that I love is that you're so well-versed in so many things. Like, 
it's almost like being a chameleonaire. You can go in any room mm -hmm. and hold your own. Yeah. And that's rare that somebody has that trait. And then you're likable by all people. You know what I'm saying? He's 6'3", 280, for those that don't know. So, <laughs> so, so it's, easy, it's easy to be intimidated by that. But very beard and everything. Very few times. With a three technique. That's D tackles out there. But anyway, very few times. Have I seen people be intimidated? Now, mind you, we own our bully game, and that's mm -hmm. different. But I'm talking about when we just naturally. He always been that dude, bro. Exactly. In high school, when mm -hmm. I used to be walking with E, he was that dude. Like I wasn't. I'm more introvert. Mm -hmm. He's an extrovert. Me too. Me too. Hey, what up? What up? What up? E yeah. doing that? And then to the girls, everybody. The girls expect me to do that. <laughs> no, that ain't me. <laughs> you, just, you know what I mean? And then yeah. get mad when I don't say hi. That ain't me. That's E. <laughs> but they love E for that because that's who E is. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. that's his personality. That's why everybody love E. And I used to get mad because we was, you know, we went to, you know, Crest and you went to the O. Mm -hmm. So they expect me to be like that. No. Yeah. And that's the that's the beauty though, man. Mm -hmm. Like we we're different. You got mm -hmm. the yin and yang. E gonna be outspoken, and he is an introvert too. He ain't no dude that's doing too much. <laughs> we're all introverts, <laughs> but he more extra right. with his <laughs> than we are with ours. You know what I'm saying? I speak because the the spaces I occupy cause mm -hmm. for me to be social and things like that. Rub elbows, shake hands, fundraise, raise money, different things like that. So that's why I do it. But what I love about CB though is work ethic. Yeah, for sure. Bro, work ethic. Been out cold. Always. Always. Yeah. I'm talking about what y'all don't know. We just, we some little guys. So he, this is a big homie. <laughs> we, we, we little dudes. Talking about in the weight room. Always. Uh, whoever your strongest dude from your city is, he's stronger than them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Work ethic on the field. Work ethic in the classroom. Work ethic on the job. Work mm -hmm. ethic for coaching. Mm -hmm. And so you just see them, and it's like, man, this dude a hard worker. This is how it was easy. I used to call E like, man, we got to find a way to support CB. Exactly. You know what I'm saying we just talk about this all the time. The years mm -hmm. you've been off the scene is because I look at the work ethic. I'm looking like, nah, you need you need a break, and that blessing has came, which I'm, I'm happy exactly. about. So, that. again, you got to look and be able to pull those things out. Mind you, I can go on for days. Yeah. We're just talking about the things that motivate each other about these guys. But it also shouldn't make you insecure because CB is, exactly. his work ethic is out cold. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? You you the best entrepreneur running right now. or You know what yeah. I mean? I shouldn't be, yeah. feel intimidated by that, bro. Like, Actually, you like you said, CB, I'm going to pull a little bit of that. Yo, pull yo, a little ask bit questions. Of that. Like, yo, up there. I just want to get like, better. Yeah. Just asking questions up there with Chris, bro. Mm -hmm. da, 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 picking his mm -hmm. brain. You know what I mean? On that stuff where I'm not where I'm not good at. Exactly. You know, I definitely want to improve because important, eventually man. I want to eventually yeah. be where he's at. You know what I mean? From that standpoint. But but that's that's huge, bro. Yeah. Man, we got some hot topics, man, that, that we can For dive sure, into, man. And so I want to start first start off by... We got to send our love and prayers and condolences to yes. DMX. You yes. know what I'm saying? And so yes. just a moment of silence for, for him, his legacy, and what he meant to all of our lives. Sometimes, man, death will, death will make you reflect, if nothing else. And I start thinking about, man, what influence did DMX have on my life? And he came on the scene in 98. Mm -hmm. We came on the scene... Mm -hmm. yeah. In 97, 98 mm -hmm. 
And I had to just reflect back because you grow up and you you go on different things, different <laughs> paths. And so when he died, I just spent the whole day and I just went back and listened to his albums and it took me right back to where I was. And I just remember the songs that were hits in 98 and how it shaped our life. I ain't see it at the time, but looking back, Underneath this shirt, I'm tatted up, and I got a dog on this arm, and, the, and it's called. And the, the words say "Silent Assassin," and I know for me, I was a silent killer on the field and the court. But now looking back after his death, I never looked at the correlation with that. His album cover is the same dog that I had on my arm. Yeah. I'm looking like, dang. Yeah. He used to talk about where my dog's at. Right. When we played ball, we wanted to be a dog we on the right field. Here, dog. We right here. Right. Bring it. Yeah. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. His anthems. You know what I'm saying? And so right. he had such an influence in a profound way, indirectly. Mind you, we wasn't out doing nothing foolish and nothing reckless. Mm-hmm. But as I reflected on his life, man... I couldn't do this episode without, again, giving it up for him and his family, man. For sure. I agree with you, man. Prayers and and thoughts out to your family, man. Uh, DMX had a major impact on us, for sure. You couldn't lift the weight, man. I crashed him, especially if Sparky was in there, Mm -hmm. without listening to Belly Hole soundtrack, straight through, no skips. You know what I mean? And that's... (laughs) Grand grand finale, all All of that is on there. And uh, just all DMX, bro. Mm -hmm. So... You know what I'm saying? So that was our, those were our anthems. Those were our workout song. That was Get Hype. Mm-hmm. Do Your Max. All of that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? What's the DMX, bro? So That's what's up. I'm happy to hear that because I was thinking, man. Like, man, what was my guys listening to? Were they on X? Mm-hmm. At, you know what I'm saying? And I think when I think of him, you know, um, his uniqueness, his creativity, mm-hmm. Him okay being who he is, right. you know what I mean. Him praying, yeah. He made he made being a Christian cool. Mm-hmm. Right. He never he never he never shone God in the public eye. He mm-hmm. a prayer at his concerts. Mm-hmm. He brought people to Christ while talking about his. You know what I'm saying? Robbing and the stuff he was doing, right. and his demons and addiction and things like that. So he's uh, transparent with him. Very, very transparent. Very, very and transparent. He was the perfect. Fit for that time in 98 like that's the perfect music in the weight room like mm-hmm. any athletic getting hype yes like man X was, was it perfect yeah. bro x was it bro yeah. had his plan out our mind bro yeah, first artist to go platinum in the same year mm-hmm. he dropped them albums back to back the stuff y'all was getting hype off and tearing everybody up in the city with mm-hmm. that he kept them he kept that heat coming bro you know it also made it okay for you to be aggressive wasn't no aggressive yeah. rappers at that time. Word. Wasn't no, you know what I mean? Like, he made it okay. Yeah, like, bro. Yeah, for real. Word he did. Word he did, man. He just had a profound impact, man. And I said, with the passing of him, it, it didn't hit me hard like Nipsey, but it still hit me enough to make me say, you know what? Some of the people that we grew up mm-hmm. to the soundtrack of our lives are starting to fall off. Exactly. And so it just made you take a step back mm-hmm. just a little bit to be like, man. X gone. I lost Kobe last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And right, the reflection. And of what X. people don't know about that. So I told you guys transparently my tattoo. Looking back at the time, I wasn't thinking it was DMX, but looking back, I'm looking like I had to be influenced by that. I got this before mm-hmm. people was getting tatted like that, mm-hmm. and it had it's a dog, and yeah. and so I had to make that correlation. But my mm-hmm. business name is Chris Inc. But what people don't know a story that nobody knows is. I got the inspiration 
because Kobe Bryant, when he retired, his business was called Kobe Inc. Mm. And I just be looking at, man, two of the most influential people that indirectly impacted my life, they went to go be with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And so, again, man, give people their flowers while they're here. And make sure you guys are, again, cherishing every moment you have with people you love and care about. For sure. And even, man, step up on it if they have flaws. Man, step up and try to help them with those things. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't be a silent friend. Don't no, Call it yeah. up. Be somebody that's yeah. going to try to help them get don't better. Don't let me die. Yeah, yeah don't let me die. Yeah, that's Word. the last thing I want to say on that. I'm saying. Life is but a vapor, man. Always. Life is but a vapor, man. Listen, guys. Anything else y'all want to hop on for the hot topics? Think about the guy that shot up those people. And, uh, I was just about man, to say that. Man, man prayers and shouts out to yeah. all those Six people involved in that. That's his mental illness piece in football, man. It's, it's it's real. It's starting to show his head a lot it's, more it's nowadays, real, man. man. And 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 I'm gonna touch on this a little bit. I don't want to really dive into it though, but you know, um, after football, mm-hmm. after basketball, I remember you know I had my short career. I struggled for a while. A lot mm-hmm. of guys struggle for a while. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You've been a kid. You've been playing this sport all your life. That's all you dreamed about. That's all you dream about. You get cut multiple times, and what happens? You out the league, now what? Mm-hmm. So you had some concussion issues. So you're struggling with, you're depressed, you're not in the NFL. Now you're struggling with these headaches. Mental illness, man, it's, it's, it's huge, man. I think as, as, as in these professional sports, especially football, they have to do a better job of, Helping these guys out who's having these times in the NFL that's coming out two, three years later. It needs to be a program. How can we get? How can we have this, these uh, these players and in your program to get them guys suited back into the real world? But how how do you test for that? How do you know which players need to go in the program? Because not everybody. Show sign the CTE exactly yeah. or aggressive. It ain't just a, the CTE piece. It's 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 guys. Like for example, I just seen um, uh, what is that? Uh, Black Rob, mm-hmm. right? Big time rule bad boys. Mm-hmm. Now this this he's struggling, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how can you be? You know what I mean? It's happening all the time, all, all the time. But you know, head of bad boys, you guys, Chris, you probably know him more. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Was probably a millionaire, mm-hmm. and now I look at him now. You know what I mean? So that's that's the tough part. What I look at. Rappers, and I look at these uh, football players. I look at them, and they was on the top of the mount. And now, these guys is poor, man. They having these health problems, and they don't got no clothes. And but you said a mouthful, though, CB. Yeah. Like it's it's a lot that goes into that. You're like right. so, for one, being at the top of the mountain is a beast in itself. Exactly. Falling from the top of the mountain is a beast in itself. Yeah, it's true. That's facts. Now the money is a whole nother beast. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like. You probably fame is another beast. is another beast. Exactly. So like you and the people that you go up and you turn your nose up at man, you coming down. Them people gonna turn their nose up at you because mm-hmm. who know who know if they was turning their nose up. I'm just saying like because usually if you good with people, people gonna look out mm-hmm. at some form of capacity. I ain't saying that. Yeah, that's for every case. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but. Most cases, yeah. If you good to people, people be good to you. And you know that's what I'm saying. We have to do better in society Correct. for rappers, all these these people, entertainers, uh, athletes. When they get to the top, or they have a great college career. Mm-hmm. Guess what? If if I'm a good college football player, I'm gonna bring so much revenue into that program. Oh, yeah. 
I get into NFL, go draft first round, mm-hmm. and I don't do well, mm-hmm. and now I'm broke. Something has to happen, so that's why I'm I'm agreeing to the college. Uh, they they getting paid or they getting a stipend with their likeness yeah. and different things yeah. of that nature because they bring so much into that program. No, yeah, so, I agree with that. I so I, I think I just think about it is programs need to be in place Correct. for guys that you know that's been in the NFL that that did some great things in college that helped me. If I'm in college, you guess what? And I go in the NFL, I have a short career, but he helped our college program. How can we help this guy? He's broke. He don't have anything. But he gotta he, be, he gotta want the help. Yeah, him, yeah, bro. yeah. You too. But you we don't saying? have that system in place. Though. <clears throat> yeah, we don't have like that I was system in place. To, uh, to what's actually, he was telling. We was talking about how. Uh, is this the first time he's did this? You know what I'm saying? Is it a record? Yeah, Back to the guy the that killed the six it. people. Is mm-hmm. it a history of him? Kind of going off the rails. Did he yeah. pull a gun before? Did he get aggressive? Did he beat somebody up? Yeah. Did he, Get what I'm saying? It's like, always red flags. It, it, always. So always. What, what, what were we doing when that first red flag or that second red flag popped up? And we've seen these stories all the time. The star athlete in high school, he does this. But guess what? He's not going to get suspended because he's a good football well, I player. I think it's time that we report player. these stories now. College man, too, bro. They do it in college. Same thing. They cover it up because yeah, as a head coach, you know, I, this is my job. Yeah, this is my job, so I I can't put that out there. If I do put it out there, it's gonna make our institution look bad. But, but situations so have should have shown should have shown us, mm-hmm. bro, like how they panned out the Aaron Hernandez thing. Ah oh, man, that situation didn't go. Red it flag. went unchecked. Yep, like right. nobody said nothing. Nobody did nothing, and it was it was some red flags exactly. there, bro. So that's all I'm saying. Before we get to bodies. You know what I mean? Like somebody got to speak up. Not not saying I don't know if anybody did speak up or not in this situation, but it just would make more sense if somebody said something, somebody did something mm-hmm. before we get bodies on the floor. You know and but saying? always be red flags. They always cover it up. So think about it, bro. I, I make one mistake, cover yeah. it up. Make another mistake, cover it up. Being mm-hmm. a 17, 18, 19 year old kid, bro, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm inferior, bro. I feel like I'm a god now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could do whatever I want to do, and guess what? It adds up, and right. then you get a a boom like a Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez situation, bro, because he was never disciplined before. Rest in peace. That that's I'm saying that was just a tragic story, tragic ending. It should have yeah. never got to that point. Yeah. You know Correct. what I mean? Correct. But that's a lot. It's a lot of guys that's that's going on to that role. And previously, I agree with that, man. It's just time. Would it be in 2021, bro? We gotta. We gotta check that stuff. We gotta, you right. You know what I mean? Head coach or not, bro? You gotta deal with it, bro. Mm-hmm. You get paid millions of dollars. You get paid the big bucks to handle the stressful situations. You know what I'm saying? So, the big thing, and I want to connect this financially to all of this. It mm-hmm. brings me back to we don't talk about Aaron Hernandez. Rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. We talked about an NFL player that shot six people, including himself. Yeah. Rest in peace to him. Yeah. And the family. And then we lost Dmx, an icon. A person that had an influence over all our lives. Rest in peace to him. But financially, do you have life insurance? Correct. Man. Financially, Correct. did you have a will in place? Did you have the things in place to look out for your family so that they don't have to struggle in your absence? Again, guys, we can't be doing GoFundMe's when we have the opportunity Correct. to have insurance and do and live the right way. Mm-hmm. And so... With me, I'm going to always connect everything financially so that you guys can see how it interconnects and why it's important. And again, I'm praying and my condolences goes out to 
the DMXs and everybody else, man. But we got to make sure our affairs are in order while we're on this side so that we lead a better life for those that's going to be left behind. I want to talk. I want to talk about the the mental side of it. We talked about it some, but dealing with loss, bro. Yeah. All these different families, all these different people, DMX, all those people that you name. Those are several families that's been touched with loss. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. What I would recommend, bro, like, is grief counseling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because once you lose somebody, you don't know how you're going to react to it. But with that being said, it's always easier to talk to somebody. It's always the easier to get some of that stuff out versus trying to react to when something, a boom happens. You know what I mean? You're trying to prevent the boom. So that's all I would add. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just make sure your mental is tight. Make sure you're trying to keep yourself in tune. If you need to talk to somebody, reach out to some grief counseling, no. especially while it's early on. You know what I mean? They, it's going to be offered. It's going to be available. And understand that it's okay to grieve. Mm-hmm. He talked about getting grief counseling. Understand that grieving is a part of the process. Correct. And nobody can't tell you or put a time frame on how long your grieving process is. Some people get over stuff sooner than others. Okay? Take the time you need to grieve properly. Take the time to do whatever you need to do to cope. Whatever that might be, whether you walk, whether you go work out, whether you listen to music, whether you go to sleep, mm-hmm. do what you need to do, but make sure, like E said, you're talking to somebody at the end of the day to make sure you're not holding all of that in and harboring all of these thoughts and 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 bad beliefs about things. Mm-hmm. Y'all see when Jay-Z uh, paid for DMX Masters yeah, yeah. that's, that's a major salute bro mm-hmm. and, and he the godfather no, oh bro. yeah he a like, beast like, he was for that but like going back godfather. to the life insurance situation <coughs> those occurrences always not gonna happen mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. for for normal people you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you said the GoFundMe page that's, that's huge man that life insurance is it's so huge man it's so beneficial man cause you never know when time when God said hey mm-hmm. it's time to come to me you know what I mean so you, you definitely don't know yeah on that note guys we're going to wrap up this episode we want to thank you for hanging out with us and make sure that you have some real friends in your life because it makes the journey a lot more special until next time we guys will see you later make sure you like subscribe and join us on this journey until then peace